raise your blunts, your joints, your pens, edibles, etc., etc. And we're going to affirm the session. Today, we are affirming safety, reworking our nervous system, affirming our vulnerability, allowing ourselves the space to just exist without judgment. I feel like I am my own biggest critic. I am very hard on myself. And if I don't have a safe space, within my own body within my own mind then I will never feel comfortable completely within myself with other people or within other environments like it starts within and I want to create that energy and that space for myself to exist freely as you should to it it's okay this is a safe space I am allowed to experience vulnerable moments and I will get through them This is a judgment-free zone. I am safe. And with that being said, so it is. I can't even complain but honestly I can't complain because my feet hurt my feet are so bad I'm very grateful to be living here but god damn I was really in yoga and my foot caught a cramp twice in the middle of our glow like I literally have to sit down and massage my foot like while everybody else was doing the flow I was so in Barbies because it was my first time I didn't want to look like no motherfucking slacker like I didn't have you know respect for the practice but my foot was literally like tying itself into a ball so I have to tend to that but I also haven't worked out in a minute so that also might be why um overall I can tell you this it's cold in the walking I don't know I don't know about I don't know. I need gloves, too. I cannot wait to get my first paycheck, bitch. Because, first of all, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy shopping. Get the fuck out of here. Is you dies? Is you shitting me? We in the motherfucking BK baby booklet all motherfucking day. I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. But we live from the BK, y'all. You motherfucking hear it. I was going to say you see it, but you hear it. Yeah. 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 It's that. I'm her. I'm her. It's your hurt. Your her. Your hurst. Courtney Chalice, aka at I'm Court 2 on Instagram. And bitch, I moved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we in New York with it. We in New York with it. BK all day, baby. What the fuck is up? I was in the Bronx yesterday. 
need to BX bitch. Yeah. I'm very excited. I've been here for two days now. And I'm I feel like I'm settling in pretty well. I've been excited to like really just come and plant some roots here for a minute now. And honestly, it didn't become real to me that I live here now until I went to yoga. Uh, about two hours ago, and I was just doing my breath work, stretching, and really just sitting in the moment, sinking in the moment. And I was like, damn, like, I'm really, like, having a completely different life experience right now. Like, this is going to, like, change my life. Like, this is, well, this this has changed my life. I made a decision that has ultimately, like, changed the course of my entire life forever. Because I could have chosen to stay in Houston. I don't think I've explained to y'all that I'm out here for an internship, a paid internship. So I'm not just out here for the free, but in order to be paid, I have to work full time and I am working full time. So I'm putting this move and this job low-key over this semester of school. I'm still going to be doing school, but just not as my course load won't be as heavy as I thought it was going to be. I actually have to go in and edit that pretty soon. Um, But it's going to slow me down with my uh, academic progress because y'all know I already took some time off. So I'm already graduating late. So now I'm going to be graduating later. But that's okay because you know what? I feel like I, God put it on my heart. My aunt was telling me this. She said, baby, you know, God put it on your heart to go to New York, so you need to go. You put it on your heart for a reason, so you need to go see what's out there for you. There's nothing but opportunity for you to take advantage of, so you need to go and just take it. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, and run with it. Because I'll never be this young again. I'll never have the same element. Like the same, yeah, the same element of freedom that I have right now. Like I don't have no kids. I'm not married. Like I don't have anything tying me down to anything, anybody, or anywhere. So I can really do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I feel like this is a good decision for me. Are we dead eyes? Okay. Yeah, I feel like living here, first of all, I've had to like put on like this like hard exterior, like I don't even smile in public, y'all. Like I'm trying so hard to not look like I'm not from here because I do not want to be targeted. I feel like I already have a very, um, what's it called? Like this, like what, what, like my face tells everything. So when I'm lost, you can tell I'm lost because I'm making a face that makes me look lost. If I, you know what I'm saying? If I'm nervous, I look nervous. If I look guilty, I am guilty. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, that's not true. Cause sometimes I'll be looking guilty and I'm not guilty. I meant to say that if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to look guilty, I look guilty. I can't hide the shit on my face for nothing. So you know, I, I was in the smoke shop earlier getting the pre-roll. This dude, I don't even know what he said. He was like, something, something, something I didn't know was pretty. And I was like, huh? He said it again. I still didn't catch it. And I was like, I'm dead. Thank you. Just like that. Straight face. 
no smile like how I usually do back in Houston, y'all. I feel like I'm so scared to get, for anybody to think that it's sweet and to get taken advantage of. Like, no, like if I need to walk around me mugging, then that's just what I have to do until like I feel comfortable. But I also need to go get some um some safety equipment. You feel me? I got nothing on me. Um. And I know that guns are illegal here in New York, so I'm not, I'm not really worried about, I don't know, that kind of makes me feel a little bit better, though, because, like, I think my main concern back in Houston would be, like, okay, if somebody, like, comes behind me and puts, like, a gun in my bag, or if they come to the car, the window with a gun, I mean, they can still do that here, I know that happens, but like it's less of a chance like if anything now i'm just worried about somebody trying to come up to me and cut my face or like stab me which i feel like is low-key worse because if they stab you they gonna stab you more than one time they gonna stab you a couple times and you know telling where they where they're gonna stab you at but um yeah I am very excited to be here and I'm excited to see how I change. Like, I want to see myself be more uh, aggressive. I want to see myself be more confident. I want to see myself become just more sure of myself as a woman. Like, I feel like for a minute, I didn't realize that I was a woman. Like, I'm I'm a woman, like, period. Like, I still sometimes feel like I'm, like, 17, 18. Not literally, but, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel weird calling myself, like, a grown I don't even think I'm a grown woman. Like, I feel like grown woman is, like, once you hit 25, I feel like I'm just, like, a young woman right now. But I feel like I be doing grown woman shit low-key. Like, this is grown woman shit right here. I don't know. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, baby. Don't play with it. Just laying it spend all day in it first of all i just want everybody to know that i found out about that song like last year last year and i was on it before anybody else got on it she had a little wave where the song was popping but like it didn't go like how it's going right now i just want everybody to know that i discovered lola brooks first and i was definitely tweeting it quoting it put it in the shits like yeah if you go back in the archives it's there i am an a&r that just hasn't been hired so I don't know, whatever record label wants to come and get me and pick me up and, you know, sign me onto your payroll, just let me know, because I can do the job, just let me know, just let me know, oh my god, y'all, okay, so I went to yoga today, right, okay, so boom, I don't like doing all this motherfucking walking, that's the first motherfucking thing, how about I walk 21 minutes, but honestly, 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 it didn't feel like 21, it felt like 15 minutes, it was a solid walk, um, and I was nervous at first because it was dark. It was a 7.30 class. And, like, you know, everybody says that, like, New York. And, like, it is the fact that New York is, like, the crime rate is, like, high right now. So I was really nervous. I was like, I don't know if this, should, like, if this is smart, if this is safe. But I feel like people walk all the time. Like, not everybody has cars. Like, probably, like, 20%, 30, 40, you know, I don't even know much. Like, 30% of the city has a car. So, like, most people... Like, if they want to go get something late night, like, they're walking. I feel like that's a very normal thing. Like, if I was in Houston, okay, like, don't walk up at a certain time. But here, I felt a little bit more comfortable, and I felt like I was just trying to make excuses for why I didn't want to go and do the yoga. Um, But I went, and bitch, it was so motherfucking cute. Shout out to Baby Crow, to Baby Cobra in Bushwick, Brooklyn. It's this very cute boutique studio 
uh, is crafted in a loft right there in Bushwick. And it, it reminds me of a speakeasy because to get into the loft space, you have to like hit, you have to buzz in, they have to buzz you in, and go up the stairs. And they have two lofts to, or yeah, like two loft studios that they teach out of and it's donation based. So the recommended donation um, for each class is between 10 and $20. It's very, very comfortable, very um, like homey. It felt very, very homey. And it was a different style of yoga. I don't even know what to call it. It did Maybe it was like a vinyasa, but it was just so different from what I've experienced in Houston. It was a completely different flow. It was very much so rooted in alignment and, you know, really tapping into those muscles, aligning your bones and your your spine, um, your shoulders, your clavicle, your uh, your shoulder blades, all, you know, really like activating that center force of energy within you and breath work of course it was a beautiful 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 class shout out to I think I forgot her name but they were all baddies oh my god y'all why did one of the honestly I am maybe I'm dragging it but I felt like one of the girls was flirting with me I did she was so bad too she was so bad she was so pretty I was like oh my god is it nothing but baddies instructing the yoga classes here because it was just bad bitches everywhere I was like oh my god so um I met the first girl that I met and I was like hey girl it's my first time da, 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 da. I just moved da, 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 da. and I was like what's your name she told me I told her I told her mine and I was like and you were so pretty too and I feel like I'm a, I'm a pretty flirtatious girl in general so I gave her like a once over up and down like how I be doing my niggas because she looked good like she had an outfit on that I would wear I feel like if I dabbled with girls I would only fuck with girls who look like me not necessarily look just like me but like have elements of like my style my taste you know just like my 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 features I guess like I don't know like I would have a type for sure it'd be like baddies whatever that means to you I don't know but she was bad and she was like giving me an energy after I told her that she was like, "Ooh, you too!" Like it was giving me very much sultry vibes. I was like, "Ooh, she's trying to seduce me," and I would low key go like, "I would let a girl take me out on a date." I would. That's gonna be the interesting thing about living here is seeing like what changes about me, like what I try, what I dabble in, like, it's gonna be a motherfucking time, so that's actually on my bucket list this year, to fuck with a girl, like, that's on my bucket list for sure, like, I, I want to know what it's hit for, I want to know what's going on, I feel like I've experienced just so much turmoil with the niggas, like, I just need to, like, make sure that I'm not missing out on my blessing personally so if the wind blows me in that direction I mean I'm going (laughs) I mean I'm going so but I will be going back there for sure 
besides the fact that like it's nothing but baddies in there the people are nice the flow is amazing the instruction is amazing i wish i remember my instructor's name fuck because she was really really good like she she specializes in spine alignment um and she was very passionate about it and i could tell that she knew what she was talking about and it was a core focus throughout the practice and i felt really really good and limber um and i learned some new things about technique after the class was done so it was really 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 helpful and i'm very grateful to have experienced that cuz i i mean like i learned new moves i learned you know different techniques to align myself and to ground myself when i'm doing some of these poses it was it was dope it was dope i loved it Moving on, since we in New York, we just gonna keep the motherfucking theme going. The mood song of the week is In Her Mood by Ice Spice. Big old booze with a busted plump. I need to learn the lyrics. I haven't been listening to much music since I've been out here. I need to get a pair of headphones. I thought I brought some, but I did not, apparently. So that's going to be on my list whenever I get my first paycheck. I'm going to go crazy, first of all. When I, when I go crazy, no, 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 no. I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to save. But I'm definitely going to go on a shopping spree, buy myself some new clothes, definitely new shoes. I need new shoes. Um, definitely some new coats. I'm going to get a, new, like, a nice pair of gloves um, and some, like, some studio stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm really excited. I forgot how I got on that, but yeah, in her move by Ice Spice, like I love me some Ice Spice. I feel like people have been trying to hate on her for too long, and she keeps coming out with hit after hit after hit. And like she said, what y'all gonna say now? Two hit wonder, three hit wonder, four hit wonder. That bitch is like four for fucking four right now. Like be fucking for real. She can rap. She makes hits. She has an undeniable star power. And you bitches just hate to see it. And I wish that y'all would just say me instead of me. Haters. Because I motherfucking love it. And she is for the baddies. Which I love and which I stand for. Next. In news and cannabis news. We have the very first legal recreational dispensary open now in the very great state of new york specifically manhattan brought to you by the nonprofit housing works which is just fyi um a nonprofit that explicitly helps uh formerly incarcerated people uh the lgbtq community um other marginalized groups and people with HIV and AIDS so I feel like this is huge for them to be you know sponsoring and founding this type of initiative because I mean like just off of the bite of hiring and you know helping out people who are formerly incarcerated and then opening up a dispensary which they probably are employing these same people who they're um, you know, donating to, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. These people were probably locked up for years over some weed, and now um, they're, you know, the people that have handed them opportunity are now able to lead the way and providing these same people with opportunities in the same lane that they were being punished for and that they had their life taken away from them for. 
with that being said, at the time that um, this dispensary opened, which I believe was like right at the top of the new year, I can't remember the date. It's in Manhattan, by the way. So if you want to drop by, the address is... Let me get it, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it. I know I should have had it, but I know. Give me a second. Mm -mm -mm. Come on now. 750 Broadway, New York, New York. 10003 in Manhattan, New York. Um, but what's funny about this specific um piece of news is that at the time this dispensary in housing works was the first of 36 dispensary licenses awarded at the time. And if you have been keeping up with, you know, cannabis legalization, you know that it is very hard, very hard for people to obtain these licenses in general. But it's like 10 times as hard for Black people, brown people, um, people of color in general, but specifically Black people, to obtain these licenses. And that's a huge debate and an ongoing issue. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, criticism being given to legislation about this issue because it does seem like, you know, our particular problem with, uh, you know, again, institutionalized racism, to be honest, like it's just harder for the people who are, who would actually thrive in this market to actually participate because there's just such a little opportunity. But now what's crazy is, and this is actually breaking news. This is actually breaking news. New York is awarding 150 licenses to people with previous weed convictions via the financial times bitch isn't that insane i feel like it should be more but um i feel like that's a very good number to start out with um i can't wait to see what these people do with these licenses um i feel like that's a great step in the right direction that's exactly how these licenses need to be allocated everybody who's selling weed under the table needs to be given these licenses in these motherfucking states where weed is being legalized but you know uh what do you call it like street dealing is still illegal like no just give them a fucking license what are you talking about give these people what they need to capitalize off of the market that y'all are trying to build at the moment but they want to what they want to do is they want to push Everybody, you know, being black people to the bottom of the totem pole, totem pole so that when it's time to to um, capitalize off of the expansion of this market, we're not we're going to have to climb tooth and nail to be able to get up in there. No, give us opportunity right now because they know that if we tap in right now legally, we're going to take over the motherfucking market. And um, they don't want that. They don't want that. They want this to be a big pharma thing, but I just will not rest until that doesn't happen. Me personally, I don't believe in it, but I think this is an amazing initiative. 
overall um, with the Housing Works Cannabis Co. I will be visiting for sure sometime soon. I don't know exactly when, but I will be stopping by to see the vibes, introduce myself, get to know the people, get to know, um, you know, just some more folks in the city, make some connections, make some friends, just have some fucking fun. That's what we want to do. We want to have fun. And speaking of fun, that brings me into the topic of the day balancing my priorities and my ambitions i have been inspired by the past couple of weeks um you know trying to balance all of my responsibilities all the things that i need to do my to-do list is always overflowing and it seems like there's just not enough time in the day sometimes but it's it's even harder to set aside time for myself or the things that I want that I know I want to do, but won't necessarily quote unquote move the needle. And the problem with that is once you're always going, 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 going. You won't always be moving. You can be going, but you could still be going in the same spot. And I don't want to burn out. That's not something that I want for me, myself, or I. I don't. I feel like it's really easy to get distracted with, you know, the things that you have to do in order to get what you need that you forget or you even feel guilty for indulging in the things that you want and the things that make you excited and things that bring you joy and peace and relaxation i've been battling battling with that for forever um especially financially like i don't know if y'all feel guilty and well no i was actually um talking to a few people about this you know feeling guilty about spending money on yourself but like being so gracious with your money when it comes to other people like some people never buy themselves just because gifts but they're so quick to like spend you know a couple racks a couple bands on somebody else for what they need for what will make them feel safe and what will make them feel comfortable or what makes them feel appreciated but they can't give themselves that same courtesy because they feel like they're wasting it um i know i am very independent i'm intuitive i'm just a bossy ass bitch i'm just a bossy girl it's been ingrained to me honestly like hustle 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 um grind to get what you want if you want to go get it go do it yourself and i feel like at this point it's like am i allowed to turn it off but like how even if i can how it's been tough to get out of that mindset of you know you gotta go 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 and it's crazy because I've always been told that I'm I'm a city girl and I know that I'm a city girl I've always known that I was a city girl I've never been a suburb suburb please god I've never been like a suburbs girl like to my to my spirit like yes I grew up in suburbs but I feel that because of the way that I was raised it it makes sense to me now why I have more of an inclination towards 
city life. My parents worked. They still work. Um, they worked, you know, regular jobs, um, you know, nine to fives. My dad worked more. Um, and that left, not like left, we weren't neglected, but that left me and my siblings to, you know, become more independent at an early age because we would be home alone from, you know, like a certain amount of time after school or on the weekends, my mom would have to work or whenever we went over to my dad's for holidays, like we're going to be at home by ourselves. It's like, okay, we're going to lock the door and we're not going to answer the door for anybody unless it's uh, your mother or your father. Here's some food that I made. You know how to use the microwave. Here are some chimichangas. You can start using the oven when you're about 13, but not even really because my mom didn't want me to cook it all until I graduated. Um, but, you know, having to, I guess, start making, um, how do I say this? I don't know, like just starting starting to get in that mindset of, okay, like you're getting older, you're going to have to start taking on more responsibility, helping with my siblings, um, helping my mom or helping my dad. It was just very much so like, okay, you're getting older, like you're not a kid anymore, you're not a kid anymore, you know, you're about to be an adult. Like even when I was like, you know, 15, 16, 17, I felt like I was already getting that talk. Like, you're about to be an adult. Like, you're not going to be a teenager forever. You're about to be an adult. You're not going to be a teenager forever. And I felt like I was being, like, groomed into a little mini adult from, you know, around that age. And even though I'm 21 right now, I feel like I move, like, a little bit older. Like, some people be calling me, like, oh, my God. I remember this uh guy that I work with at Hooters uh back in 2021 he was like you remind me of my auntie like you just got a little old so and I see it honestly because I feel like I've always just been around older people my parents my older brothers I feel like have a larger influence on me like that millennial generation um I really fuck with that generation I feel like I always get along with them uh and end up gravitating towards them just because of I guess you know how my personality and you know my characteristics have been molded from I guess you know just growing up in an environment that pushed me I guess to be a little bit more savvier a little bit wittier a little bit faster um and just overall you know, intuitive and independent. I know that it's gotten me a long way and I don't regret or like, I don't not like who I am at all. Like, I love that I am a hustler. I love that I work hard. I love that, you know, I know how to get what I want. I know that if there's a problem, I have a solution. I know that I can do anything. I know that I'm very powerful. And I know that, you know, with enough, you know, grit and grind and I can, you know, make anything happen. But I don't want work 
or money to be my personality. I don't want that to be my bread and butter. I don't want that to be why I get excited for my day. I don't want that to be the reason why I wake up. I just need money to fund my ambitions. Truth be told, and like this isn't even like a secret, I would be a full-time podcaster in my perfect world, and that will happen in due time. But I wouldn't be working at all um, unless that's just what I wanted to do, unless I saw that as a good fit within my personal plan to develop myself creatively or professionally or just like with, you know, any of my skills, if that's what I felt like I needed to do, because I don't think that there's anything wrong with working a nine to five or work and, you know, working in general. I think that people should have a very personal and specific reason for working the jobs that they work, not just because it earns you money. I think it should correlate I feel like it should correlate pretty personally. Um, But for me, I don't want to work for anybody. I want to work for myself. So this is just a temporary type of thing. You know what I mean? Even if temporary means a couple of years. Like for me, I'm thinking long term. Like, and when I say long term, I really mean like, you know, by 26. Like I want to be fully um, working for myself. I want to be like a full on, full time entrepreneur like period so um and you know if I dabbled in other areas and you know sure but I know I for sure want to build something that I can run myself with that being said I would say that being a hustler slash a jacket jack of many trades is a part of my personality like it is a little bit of a person personality trait for me because I just know that like I want so much and I, I'm not going to stop until I get it. Like I can, there's a million ways to get a million, a million dollars in my head. Like I just got to pick one. I just got to figure out one. And with my luck, cause I'm a lucky girl, it'll happen. And I'll pick the right one. Like, I honestly feel like I'm on the road right now. I feel like it won't be long to keep it a motherfucking book with you. Um, and going back to, you know, just the the childhood conditioning. I feel like a lot of young women experience this to where, especially like my generation, Gen Z young women, we are actually earning more than ever before and retiring at earlier ages. And um, it's just because we, we've bossed up. We're making more money. We're in higher... Um, roles in, in these jobs we're entrepreneurs so we have the money to do what we want Um, and I think that a lot of us were raised with the mentality that you got to work for everything you have Um, I just pulled some quotes from some TikToks and some songs that I've heard that kind of correlate with the sentiment you got to go to work you got to go to school you're 20 you can't not work that's what this girl who was 20 uh, was saying on TikTok because her mom has always, you know, made her basically like fend for herself and, you know, take care of herself financially. She said, I'm tired of working. I, I basically like quiet quit my job because I stopped showing up. I don't want to work anymore. I'm fucking tired. I've been working since I was 14. Y'all know what Megan Thee Stallion said? Ever since 15, I've been having a job, no one, nothing in life, but I gotta get rich. You can shake the throwback piece I've been at, bitch. Yeah. 
I've been having a job since I was 16. Now that I think about it, or 15. No, I was 16. I was working at Urban Air Adventure Park, bitch. That was the funnest job, or the second funnest job that I had ever had. The first funnest job that I've had um, this far. Actually, yeah. I feel like the funnest job I've ever had. Honestly, I feel like I've had fun at all my serving jobs. Besides, did I ever tell y'all this? I worked at Cracker Barrel. This past summer, y'all. <laughs> did I tell y'all this? I don't think I did. Bro, I was so down bad this summer. I worked at Cracker Barrel just like out of pure like desperation because I needed money. Like I had been laid off back in April. Did I, t- did I ever tell y'all any of this? I feel like I don't know if I've ever spoken on it. I have to make an episode detailing like my last quarter of um, 2022 or something. I guess I should that last episode. I don't know if I have. Let me know if I have or if I haven't. But yeah, y'all. So whenever I got laid off back in like last, uh, or was it May? Um, I didn't have a job for like the whole summer until July. Like after my, like a couple weeks after my birthday, like the end of July. And the only job that I could find, because I was out in fucking bumfuck, Arcola, Texas which is like 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from Manville, apparently, um, like 288, apparently. And the only job that I could find, you know, was Cracker Barrel. Like there I can get some quick money like in my pocket so I could be able to like buy the things that I wanted, buy the things that I needed. And it was the worst time of my life. Oh, my God. I think I literally wanted to throw up all over myself every day. But it was so humbling. And I needed it. Because it just reminded me of, like, how hungry I am for the life that I'm living right now. And I'm grateful to have experienced that. Because I'm just a thousand and million, trillion, billion times more grateful for the blessing that I'm living in right now. Because when I tell you I was wearing a little apron, like a trooper. Oh, them ugly ass non-slip shoes, bro. My feet was hurting so bad. When I tell you them uh them cracker barrel shifts is not for the week, them cracker barrel shifts is not for the motherfucking week, bro. Them old people come in there and motherfucking sex. They not paying either. You working for three dollar tips, bitch. For real. It don't matter how good of a motherfucking server you are, you work for three dollar tips, babe. Them old people not playing with you. They go hand that shit to you right in your face and say, thank you so much, baby. You got amazing. It give you 63 cents. Ma'am, ma'am. Yeah, no. I literally just didn't come in one day and they fired me because I just came back from Atlanta and I was tired. I wouldn't even jet lag, but I'm just like tired. Like, I don't want to come. And I'm not going to make no money. I can really get out of my face. So, yeah. Um, But that's just that hustle mentality that I was talking about. Like, that's the closest that I'll ever get to working at McDonald's. I might be gonna lie. Like that was my working at McDonald's. That was so embarrassing. I actually served somebody that I feel like I hear myself getting back into like my my natural speaking voice right now because hold on, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get off topic real quick. I'm gonna get back to the point. Um working at the office I'm working at, I'm the only black girl in my cohort and I I've always struggled with this, but I feel myself assimilating my voice to them. I feel like my voice naturally has a southern twang and I have a like a lower it's high. I feel like I have a high pitched voice, yes, but 
whenever I'm relaxed, I'm just sitting in my natural tone. Like it's a little bit lower. Like this is my natural tone. This feels very natural. This doesn't feel forced. But whenever I start talking like super, super valley girl, like it hurts my throat, but it's subconscious and I can't help it. So whenever I catch myself, like I catch myself and I like bring it back down. Um, but I really want to work on that while I'm here. It's like sitting in my natural tone. Like how I talk is how I talk. And y'all can accept or reject it. And that's just how I'm coming. Um, okay, back to the point. The point was, what was the point? What was the point? Yes. Okay, so when I was working at Cracker Barrel, y'all, I served a girl um and I'm not the best server, y'all. I'm not the best restaurant server. Cocktail server, you need some drinks? Yes. But food and drinks and no, no, pick one. So, you know, it's breakfast time. This girl wanted some waffles and, or no, it was French toast. And um, I'm just fucking up the whole, the whole sequence of service. I mean, shit was late. Shit was missing. She ain't get her syrup. She ain't get her strawberry. She ain't get her cream because we ran out. Or I thought we ran out, but I was still kind of new, so I didn't know. And I just looked like I didn't know what I was doing. I know she was mad because we come to Cracker Barrel and she was high. She was like, "I'm high right now. I'm just trying to eat." You know what I'm saying? And they left me like twenty three cents. It was actually crazy. But you know what? I ended up seeing her again at an event, at a creative event, and I was like, "You look so familiar." I can't place you though. I know your face though. I know it. And I was like, have we met before? Like, where do you be at? Where do you work? And she was naming all these places, schools. And I was like, no, like, I don't know you from any of these places, but I know I've seen you like within the past few months. And so it was bothering me so bad. And when I finally realized who she was, I got so embarrassed because I think she probably remembered, but she didn't want to say anything. But when I realized that she was the girl who didn't get her strawberries and whipped cream and syrup on her French toast, I was like, no, 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 no. Because I literally would have, I didn't even take a picture in that uniform. Literally, I was so disgusted to have have worked there and the fact that I was exposed the fact that I was exposed I was so embarrassed but you know it is what it is it's a part of my story I'm not embarrassed anymore um because at the end of the day I mean like you gonna eat or you gonna starve I'm not gonna ever starve I can say that right now so you think we had motion you think we had money you think everybody niggas dying yeah but I feel like, yeah, again, that's just, like, the hustle mentality in me. Like, yeah, I I would get it by any means necessary. Almost, almost, almost any means necessary, actually. I don't think it's a healthy way to live to do anything that you can do in order to keep or attain the things that you need or the things that you think you need or the things that you don't think you need. I feel like that's it's not abundant you know, figure it out. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of us have been raised on an independent woman mentality, but honestly, I'm just now getting to the, to, you know, idea that I I want, I would like some help. I do need help. I require help. I can't do everything by myself. I won't do everything by myself. I can't shoulder everything by myself. 
I'm soft, I'm vulnerable, and, you know, I'm penetrable. I'm penetrable. Like, I'm not motherfucking Johnny Johnny Bravo. I, I can't take on the world, you know, at one time. Like, I need breaks. I need time. Like, I need, you know, that space to be soft and then, you know, that soft place to land. Um, I realized that, like, you know, when you penny pinch, like, when you're being cheap, because you're like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I can just get that, you know, from somewhere else for cheaper. But the quality won't be as good. And I feel like that's a sign to the universe that's telling you that you're not ready to invest in your well-being or your happiness or just yourself in general, your comfort, your elevation. Um, I feel like the same principles apply with our time and the things that we put our energy into. So if you're not going to spend like 20 minutes on a passion project, but you're going to get on your laptop and you're going to do 20 minutes of work, you know, you're not even on the clock. What does that tell the universe? It tells the universe that you don't think that you're worth your own time to invest into your project, into your passions or what you claim you're passionate about because you don't see the return. Even if it's not monetary, there is a return on putting time and effort and energy into things that bring us that light and bring us that excitement and bring us that joy i wasn't gonna go to yoga earlier because i was like a i have to walk b it's dark c i'm gonna have to spend money and d if i'm gonna go i'm gonna want to smoke and i'm gonna have to go buy some weed before i go do that and i was like but i'm really on a budget until i get paid but then i realized honestly every time i spend money i literally get money like after and this is not a joke like I really attract money like that like I'm very I'm a very abundant girl um money just comes at me left and right so if I'm gonna sit here and deny myself a simple pleasure after working so hard and going through so much these past just these two days and it's up I worked so hard and have you know really impressed myself and I don't give myself the credit that I deserve all the time. I really don't. Like even today, I realize that I, I discount myself and I discredit myself. But I'm so much better than I think that I am. I'm the youngest person in my cohort, and I, I by years, by years, these other people have already like they already graduated. They're in grad school, and I'm an undergrad. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I just turned 21 in July, and I'm keeping up with people that are 23 and 24. You feel me? Like I'm really that bitch. Um, but I wasn't going to gift myself the opportunity to pour back into my body, into my health and into my spirit to give myself that gift of peace and comfort. Like I love to do yoga. That is my hobby. I don't want to be stuck on my motherfucking burrow or on my block. You know what I mean? Like I love where I live. It's great. But like, I want to explore the city. That's what I came here to do to connect and learn and indulge. So why would I deny that to myself? Because of a self-limiting thought which is that I don't have enough essentially but I have more than enough of everything that I need and more of it is coming my blessings aren't capped my blessings are infinite and my blessings are um you know blooming to their full potential you know always it's never ending I feel like if we're you know, if you're always operating on the frequency of lack, desperation, or force, that is what you will attract. I'm going to say it again for you. If you're always operating on the frequency of lack, desperation, or force, 
that is what you will attract. What I believe to be the answer to attracting abundance and operating in the energy of abundance is putting yourself first. Make more times for the things that make you happy, that give you that genuine sense of excitement and that burst of just like sacral energy. There's this girl who really explained it well on TikTok and I'm going to insert that here. What to do when you feel like you've gotten so far away from how good your body or your life will feel or is meant to feel. I'm going to talk about body today because that is prevalent to me since the holidays. I've been indulging a lot and I don't feel bad for indulging. I don't shit on myself for it. I allow myself to eat what I want when I want, however much I want. However, there comes a point where my body communicates with me and it's like, uh, bitch, we need some more vegetables and some less cookies and pasta. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. So that's where I'm at this morning. And that might be where you're at today or what you've been feeling. Your body communicates with you and says, nope, I'm done doing that and I'm ready for this. But you see where most of the world fucks it up is they don't listen to this. And instead they shit on themselves and they say, I shouldn't have eaten all those cookies. I've gained weight. I've done this now i fucked this up and i should be stricter i should do this it makes life and health and manifesting better things in your health and your body just fucking sucky so what if you shifted all of that energy and you just decided to say you know what this is my body communicating with me it doesn't like these things right now and it's craving this instead and you actually honor that and give it what it is craving You see, it can result in the same result where you're eating better, you're eating more vegetables, you're eating more lean protein or just protein in general. You know, you're moving more, you're sweating more, you're getting your heart rate up, you're lifting weights more. But it comes from a different intention and the intention and the energy behind your action really fucking matters. And when the energy and intention behind your action is actually filled with guilt and shame and a whole lot of shoulds and I shouldn't have done that and I'm fat and I'm gross and I should lose weight and up but I told myself last year I would do it right there's a lot of shame the energy behind your actions is going to be congruent with that and that's the place that you're going to manifest from but when your energy is I so deeply fucking love myself that I just want to feel my absolute best and this is going to make me feel my best so I'm going to fucking follow it the energy behind your actions is more geared around love love and being in tune with your body and what makes you feel good and the intention is to feel good which means that's where you're going to manifest from do you see how the different thought processes and different energies behind your actions can result even if the result is the same your act your energy is different did that make sense even though the result is the same you're eating better you're working out more whatever the energy is different and therefore the manifestation and the actual manifestation from your actions will be different does that make sense (laughs) i just feel like she hit the nail on the head with that one i wrote in my notes i'm putting myself first all 2023 more time for the things that make me happy i'm investing in myself without feeling guilty allowing myself to be 21 and not 23 giving myself more grace and safe space to just be me and B is really important to me right now, re-regulating um, my nervous system to learn that I'm safe and it's safe to relax, safe to enjoy, safe to exist. And 
I think that to do all of those things with the intention behind it, that, you know, you're doing what your spirit or what your body is calling for you to do, that feeling, that intense feeling of pleasure, joy, excitement, whatever, you know, that's supposed to drive you, which essentially is your intuition is should be your driving force. And whenever you follow that, you cannot loop. You cannot lose. I had a really, I'm having a really good night. And even though I'm up late, it's 1248 right now and I'm supposed to be up at 630. I know I'm still going to have a good day tomorrow because I'm still going to wake up at that time, get ready and get cute. And I'm going to fucking crush this motherfucking Wednesday. I'm going to crush it. Period. That's me speaking it into existence because I'm taking care of what I needed. I took care of my body. I gave it some much needed TLC and I feel refreshed. I'm freaking recording my podcast episode two days late and I feel so much better because this is my creative outlet and I know this is something that I want to invest in. So I want to put the time and the energy into creating it, even though I'm not doing it, you know, in the at the level that I want to I know that I'm building my catalog and that makes me excited to know that y'all tap in every time I drop an episode to know that people are waiting on the episode you know what I mean to know that people are you know um listening to past episodes until I drop this one makes me excited so you know even just recording right now like I'm just really excited to drop it and edit it so I mean, that's what my spirit and my body was calling for me to do. So no more doing things that drain your energy. No more doing things out of guilt. And say yes to pleasure. This week, next week, the rest of your life, and especially this year in 2023. That's all that I have for y'all today on this episode of the Blow Up Podcast. If you fuck with anything that I had to say in this episode, send it to a friend of a friend and let them know who the biggest 20-somethings podcast for black girls by a black girl is. Make sure that you give this podcast a five-star review as soon as you hear this. Let Birdman know who the five-star bitch is. Me. You can follow me on Instagram at I-M-C-O-U-R-T-T-O-O. Yes, I got my Instagram back, y'all. I got it back like two, three weeks ago. We are safe. This is a safe space. And make sure that you also follow the podcast Instagram at up for updates on the show and more exclusive content. I love you so, so much. Happy... What season is it right now? I think this is whose birthday is oh Capricorns. Happy Capricorn season. Happy birthday to all the motherfucking Capricorns. Big Cap season. I love y'all. Goodbye.